Hey, everyone. I'm Zach. I'm Steve. <laughs> Dude, I give you the intro one time. Hey, uh, welcome to the Zach and Steve podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Zach. And we are so glad to be back with you. Another week, episode seven of the Zach and Steve Have a Podcast. I'm sorry. I totally messed You're, that up. Never again. Never, never again. again. Seven episodes in, I gave you one chance. And by our thousandth episode, well, it's, people it's will one ask, of those why things, doesn't Zach ever do the intro? It's one of those things where you put me, you didn't put me on the spot. Right before we, we did it, you were like, hey, you want to do it? And I'm like, yes. So then I'm thinking the whole time, what am I going to say? I, I actually have the, and then all that pressure comes on you, and then you don't know hey! what to say. And then. <laughs> It was one of those things. <laughs> yeah, and I revert to, like, I don't know, like, what's that? Like, Fat Albert goes, hey, hey, hey. I was like, hey, hey, you got a podcast. Hey, it's me, Zach. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. Oh, uh, my goodness. So, yeah, that was pretty pathetic. That I, was, it was um, not our best, but not we, our worst. We've done worse. We've done plenty worse. I mean, if you remember week one. Not the, good. Not, not week one official. Like, let's call it the pilot episode. I feel bad because a lot of people said, yeah, I listened to your first episode. I'm like, well, that's, well. The first, that's not... What was the first episode? We talked this about a couple mission ago. trips, didn't we? Was that the first episode? No, I thought that was the second episode. No, the remember. first episode, no, it was mission trips. We did talk yeah. about mission trips in the It's first funny. Episode. We're going on a mission trip this week. We are. We're heading to the Berg. Yes. Our favorite. We're... Pittsburgh, our... Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Officially, because th- now the, the Penguins have Owen Pickering. That's true. And the Steelers drafted Kenny, Kenny Pick- Pickett. And George Pickens. So it's officially Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, <laughs> which is lo- a, a local thing anyway. That's we, what- we got our Kenny Pickett mentioned in already. We're good to go. Yeah, we, we have to. We, by obligation and contract, we have to mention Kenny Pickett. We also asked Pastor Ron, uh, who is – he's connected to everybody. He is. The most humble man that we've ever known. He's like, he always comes up to you and goes, here, let me show you something on my phone. And it's some famous person that he's yeah. got on his phone and some yeah. story he's Let's, got about uh, it. Ron would never say this, but I will. Like, this guy has come to me, and he's like, hey, you want to see, see a message? I'm like, <laughs> from what? And he's like, just look. It's Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> yep. Pittsburgh, the, the, the true legend yes. of Pittsburgh, number seven, the yes. great Bambino. No, Big Ben, <laughs> the great Bambino. He's number three. Yes. Are we really getting into New York Yankees <laughs> history? That's true. You Boston are New York, Red Sox? New York Yankees fan. I am. I am a Yankees fan, even though I've decided that I'm going to root for the Pirates this year. Yeah. The Yankees are too good, and I like to be disappointed when it comes to baseball. <laughs> O'Neal Cruz, though, man. Yeah, he's doing good. The man. Well, he's actually legend. not doing good, but he's got lots of physical tools. He looks like yeah. he could be good. He could be. Hey, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of uphill potential there. Uh, anyway. So I feel a little bit off because we are – recording later in the day than normal oh. after our church service there's so much weird stuff today yeah and it's a sunday we're recording i mean you're not going to hear this until our normal day we're going to release this on friday like normal um but you could be listening to this literally anytime so what i have a question for you yes Zachy. it's something i'm sure all of our students wonder mm. every sunday mm. do you have a routine on what you eat before you come and you preach on a sunday because oh. i tell you what I'm running on fumes right now because I my habit is not to eat a lot because I don't like a lot sitting on my yeah. stomach because I get, get a little bit you of really nerves. really think our kids are like, I wonder what they eat beforehand. I, is I this think what they you are. wonder? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's what I wonder. So my go-to is normally a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I've seen you nosh on the uh, yes, peanut butter and jelly. Yes, and I try and not jelly. to eat it all at once. I try to kind of spread it out a little bit. But you today, parcel it. Today, my lovely wife made smoothies for Ooh. me and my son. And, what kind uh, of smoothie? 
So it was a, uh, we put banana in the smoothie, a little bit of peanut butter. Yeah, and we've good. got like this protein powder. I don't even know. It's some sort of meal replacement powder. I don't okay. know exactly what so, whey protein. It. Something like that. Zach, you trying to get gains? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but whenever I eat that, it doesn't sit the same. Zach is lifting weights as we speak right now. <laughs> yes. He's got. He's, but that video podcast is coming. Yeah, you're going to see Zach working out this by whole like time. episode 11, probably. Well, it's 10, 11. Be, yeah, Zach. Zach's like doing. That. He's got. He's got 50s in each hand, and yeah. he's just doing curls so normally the peanut butter and jelly sandwich keeps me going but today with the the smoothie shake i tell you what i'm feeling a little bit uh on edge and you know what i'm like when i get a little bit of caffeine in me a little bit of Did sugar you have caffeine today i think it was like a mocha blend maybe so I oh a little my bit gosh of sugar so yeah we have to watch literally 10 milligrams of caffeine will set zach's brain gets me off. going yeah yes yeah whereas here's here's my <laughs> breakfast so are you done with your yeah? That, that's it. It's so all. it's either a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or a smoothie. Yeah, and today I had the smoothie. It's not sitting well, so I'm a little bit like that. Uh, Laura made for you. Yeah, she's Aww. a wonderful woman. That's I really love her nice. to death. She that's made me nice. breakfast. So, I uh, my my normal Sunday goes like this. Uh, I get up around five. That's early. I, I, I do. It is. I do. It is. <laughs> this is normal human conversation. Uh, so, yeah, I get up around 5. The first thing I do is I go to my coffee pot, and I grind up some beans, throw it into the coffee in the coffee pot, and all I have until about 9 o'clock – or, wait, no, 8 o'clock is black coffee. Okay. That so sits have, well, I'm sure. I have, like, one or two cups of black coffee. I don't like – like you said, I don't like to have anything on my stomach. It drives Sarah insane because I'm, I'm notorious for not eating and then getting really grouchy because I didn't <laughs> eat. Hangry. But, yeah, but Sunday mornings, like I don't, especially when I'm speaking, I don't like to have anything on my stomach. So I'll, I'll have black coffee, and then I swing by the gas station on my way to the church, and I grab my my Sunday Red Bull. What? So you have coffee and then Red Bull? What kind of food do you have in there? There, still no food. <laughs> still no food. Oh, my um, yeah. Uh, no wonder. Yeah. And so I grab I grab my um, usually 16 ounce. 12 or 16 ounce. Uh, You've got one here. Yeah. Red Bull. Uh, what is it? Red Bull sugar free, oh. uh, which is my, my go to. Um, and then by uh, right around 1030, I, I, my brain starts to malfunction because uh, it needs something. And I'll have like some sort of snack over here. Usually something Laura made for the yeah. teen ministry. I'll, I'll have that. So what did you have today? Nothing. I, You've okay. gone on coffee so, and yeah, Red Bull. Coffee and Red Bull up until this very point. Where, so uh, no wonder you're malfunctioning. No, well, there. no, I, I went home. I went home uh, after service before we started recording, and I had two cheese quesadillas. Oh, okay. So they got a little bit of. Something I made in myself there. cheese quesadillas, which is my go-to easy thing. We, we we just got a new stove. Okay. And in the middle of the stove is a griddle, which right. we didn't have on our old stove. Ooh, so fancy. It is. So you could just put it. You just turn it on. You know, it's our first time having a gas stove. Kids, <laughs> one day you'll re- realize how awesome it is to have a gas stove instead of an electric stove. Um, so Sarah and I, when we did our kitchen remodel, we got rid of the electric stove and we got ourselves a gas stove. And we were so thrilled. And it heats up super fast so I could just throw a tortilla on that griddle, throw some cheese on it, cook Ta-da. it up. And it's, it's the best little snack ever. So nice. that's what I did. I ate that and I came up here to start so- recording. So if I'm a little bit uh, hyper, it's because hyper. I yeah. get that way. I no, start talking really thing. fast. Like, you're you're always like you're never in a bad mood. Eh, 
You're, That's you're, debatable. Uh, rarely in a bad mood. You're one of the happiest guys I've ever known. We are literally the yin and yang to one another. <laughs> but you've been working on. We this. are balanced. You've been working yeah, on your yeah. changing. I might have. I, I might have uh, had a little bit of a downfall today. We won't get into that on the podcast. But I, <laughs> I was really trying hard uh, to remain positive about things and look at it from like how uh, God works everything out. It's not a perfect system. But you, like you, you get more giddy. Yeah. Uh, the hungrier you are, you get giddy and happy. Yeah. When I am hungry, I get angry and I like, just... But I also get this thing going on where there's like a gremlin in my stomach. And it starts <laughs> to growl. Did you ever the car? You, no, not the car gremlin. <laughs> no, like the the <laughs> la, the lack of food and, and like the gurgling that goes gremlin. on. Are you making fun of the way I pronounce it now? You, you, you just—you have this way about you, buddy. Like I've realized, you have—you pronounce words differently than I do, and we grew up one county apart. <laughs> so, I, do I have more of the, the uh, country bumpkin? No, I, I don't the, know what the Pittsburghese. I have no idea. I have no idea. Gr- who, gremlin. Who is to, to say who's What's, what right? What did I say? Gremlin. I, you said gremlin. gremlin. I say gremlin, and I don't know which one's right. You might be right because it's G R E. Yes, you're making fun of me. Yeah, how do you Mr. say? I pronounce everything correctly. Yeah, I don't, because I say pillow, and I get ragged on all. Of it. It's pillow. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, I have a pillow, and it makes me happy. <laughs> Sleep yeah. on my pillow. God. Yeah. So, so I you have a gremlin in your stomach. A gremlin. gremlin. I have a gremlin in it, my stomach. I think it is gremlin. Yeah, you're totally wrong on that. Whatever. It's all right. I forgive you. Recluse. <laughs> it's called back to last week's episode. <laughs> So, but do you ever have that awkward moment when you, it's really quiet and then all of a sudden your stomach begins to growl and you get that rumble that starts on your left side, moves all the way across the middle to your right, and you're sitting there trying to shift your weight. I got a weight. lot more insulation to keep <laughs> sounds in than you do. <laughs> Try to shift your weight so as not everyone that's around you is hearing what's going on. Yeah. I had that problem in college all the time. Um, it's probably because the food they, they feed you there is not it's what I would call high you quality. You do have a regular diet of Taco Bell. Yeah, nowadays I do. Um, but back in college, it was whatever they were serving in the cafeteria. But I'd be yeah. sitting in my, I don't know, right before lunch would start, like the, the 11 o'clock class. You're sitting there for an hour and a half, right? One of them long Tuesday, Thursday classes that last forever. So you sit there, and all of a sudden you feel it coming. So you're kind of like shifting your weight, you know? You, you don't experience this? <laughs> no, I have no you idea. Never, you have no, no idea what I'm talking about? No, not like not like this. Like oh, your body is your body like an amplifier for your intestines. And it goes like, yeah. I found and then you're yeah. like, like, oh, can anyone I've, else I've, hear that? I've and like the person it. sitting next to you's got this look on their face, like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna move a little bit further. Away. I, yeah, I mean, it, I'm sure it has happened at some point, but not that loud. Yeah, but I guess the moral of the story is if you hear some weird noises coming through, it's, it's because I had the smoothie for breakfast. Yeah, and uh, it, it's. It's, uh, it's working its, its way through. It's moving around in there. Working my way downtown. So, so what are we going to talk about today? Steve? Today, Zachary, we are going to talk about loving thy enemy. Yeah, that's what we... We talked we, about it in church, and I thought it was an appropriate thing. For, right, you you actually said... Yeah. I don't I don't want to take any credit for this, because like I said before, Zach, Zach's been filling in for me the past month or so. Um, and uh, you've done an excellent job. Well, thank you, partner. You have. You've been doing a very and, good and job. Today we talked about loving Your enemy. our enemy. And, and I think and you led again today. I was even here today, and you still. Well, that's we all right. We're just finishing up the series. We yeah, started. I was on the worship team. So, are you okay? 
I'm uh, digesting. Man, we really this need a video podcast because you gotta see Zach re- reacting to his stump. Tum- <laughs> tummy wumbles. <laughs> the tummy's He's making a weird noise over wumbles. here. Yeah. Um, about loving your enemy, and I think of all the commands that Jesus gives us, and probably the most difficult, but what we are oh, known most for as Christians, or what we should be known most for is, <laughs> we're probably not, but what we uh, should no, be... No, we are not currently known, in this world known for doing this very thing. Right. It's sad, yeah. but loving yeah. our enemy. It's a command that Jesus gives us, and, and the series that we've been in, um, in the ministry here, has been called How to Love. And it's this whole idea, you know, as followers of Christ, we are called to love people. Yeah. But how exactly do you do that? We say it all the time. You need to love people. And, and what does that look like? So we took five weeks and we broke down different groups of people, starting with how do I love God? How do I love myself? How do I love my family, friends? And today we talked about how do I love my enemy? Um, but what sets us apart as followers of Christ is the fact that we love people because Jesus first loved Despite us. Despite our differences. Despite our differences. And I think... Because the great commandment is what we're really speaking yeah. from, which is Matthew 22. And I think it's also found in Luke 10. Yeah, which is to what Zach love, uh, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength. That's the first and great. First and greatest commandment. Second is like it: love your neighbor as yourself. So it's actually if when you look at that, like people are like, well, that's like the new thing that Jesus came up with. It's actually a, a, a summary of what the Ten Commandments. Yes, is the first five. I think it's the first five really are about putting God above everything else, loving yeah. God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then the rest is about how you treat your neighbor. Yeah. And he's like, don't murder him. Don't steal. Jesus is trying to simplify it as much as possible. And when you look at it from that perspective, it's like, oh, now it makes sense. That's the whole thing God was trying to get across this whole time. Right. But yeah, but it's one of the most difficult. I mean, okay, so loving God's not hard. Well, loving God in a godly way and in in a way that honors him. Mm Mm-hmm. We don't do it. I don't it. know why I said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, we, we, we want to do it. We just don't do it well. True. Um, Jesus, one of the things that Jesus says is, if you, will, if you love me, you will do what? You will keep my commands. And we don't do that. No. No. We, we want to love God well. And we want to love God more than we want to love people, I think. <laughs> it comes down to it in a lot of people groups. I mean, yeah. You, you, oh, gosh. I mean, this is the ongoing conversation. It's like it, the simple thing to do is to love the unseen, uh, benevolent God, right? Yeah. Like God is he, – he loves us. He's for us. He goes, he goes before us. He stands behind us. He's at our side. Um, you know, he, he loves his creation. Like we talked about last week, he – desires a relationship with us and so all those things appeal to us at our the the very center of our being yeah and so it's like i love god because god loves me yeah oh and then god's like and uh you know that guy you hate (laughs) you gotta love him too i need you to pray for him and and show love it's like i'm out i'm done now i'm done now i don't want to do that part yeah because that's the difficult part of of life as a christian and that's the part we have failed at miserably yeah for for Probably centuries, if not millennia. 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 Yeah. I mean, you look at the very early church, and we sometimes romanticize the early church, but even you know, in in Paul Paul's letters, uh, Peter's letters, um, you know, Luke documenting the early church through the Book of Acts. 
what do you see? You see that they weren't all doing it <laughs> great. <laughs> they weren't doing a good job of representing. They loved God yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like they all loved yeah. God. There's parts where Paul's like criticizing Peter and Paul like, doing it wrong, and yeah. Well, yeah, and but I, I, I always respect Paul for calling Peter on his, on his uh, lack of uh, discernment. Yeah. And how he goes about it. Uh, Peter's, once again, I think we've talked about this before, Zach and I. Peter's like our favorite. Would yeah. you say it's your favorite? Yeah, for sure. We for love sure. Peter. Peter's the best. Um, just because of the heart that Peter has. Uh, but at the same time, Peter makes mistakes. He made mistakes as in taking the easy route. Uh, he's like, you know what? I'm going to go to the Jews because the Jews deserve this. I'm a Jew. They're a Jew. We're going to do this together. Like, yeah. let's understand this. What about the Gentiles? Oh, forget the Gentiles. Yeah. I don't got time for them. This isn't for this is for them. Even though Jesus said, I'm for all, I'm just yeah. going to and Paul's like, No. Yeah. You can't do that. Right. So it ended up Paul's like, All right, well, I'll be the missionary to the to the Gentiles and to everywhere else. Yeah, and Peter Peter, you could do the Jews. Yeah. And Peter, kind of you could stay here. Yeah. And I'm gonna go everywhere <laughs> else. To yeah. Tarshish. Yeah, I said that a lot today. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Jonah, Tarshish. I had, I had to say that a few weeks ago when I was doing my Jonah message. You did it today. Tarshish. Yeah, it's hard to it's say. It's not Tarsus. Tarsus is where Paul is from. Right. It's Tarshish. It's Tarshish, which is in, like, which we I think, what, southern Spain. Yeah. it's like Current day sp- southern Spain. It's about as far on land as you can get from yes. where he was going. I heard going. The, the rain in Spain falls quickly on the plane. Oh, is that like the fox with blue socks was on the box? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's from My Fair Lady. Oh, this is I, the best <laughs> podcast we've ever done. I bet uh, you people are paying attention better this episode yeah, than so. any other episode. Because they're like, these guys are clearly tired <laughs> from doing their jobs on a Sunday morning. And now they're coming to us uh, for but, the podcast. We should do anyway. once a week. We should do Friday podcasts, which will be like the normal <laughs> contemplative <laughs> And then Sunday afternoon where it's like, these guys are out of their minds. It's because we're exhausted. It'd be a fun thing. But no, loving our enemy. Um, Why is it, why don't we do it? Why do we get caught up in bickering on social media and and always wanting to be right and, and not loving? Why, when we know that's what we're supposed to do, why do we love the people that we love and and disown the people that we don't want to get to know better, to see their point of view. Yeah. You know, like that's what that's what Jesus says. You know, even the tax collectors and 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 you know the the pagans, they love the people that love them. So what is it about us Christians that we just always have to get into the middle of these conversations and we we show love to the people we love, yeah. but. We, we get caught up in, in the division and all the stuff going on. Why can we not love our enemies like we're supposed to? That's a great question, Zach. Thank you, Stephen. That was asked the second time now. Uh, so anyway, yeah, you'll enjoy something at the end of this podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think what we fall into a lot of times is just the zone of comfort. It's, you know, because like, what, what do we long for? Community. What brings us community? Uh, like us having the same ideals as other people. And it's simple, it's easy, uh, and then you know we like we're all one-minded, um, so it makes it it really simplifies something that God didn't want to be simple. Like He wants us to have deep relationships, like you and I. We, you and I, our wives, 
we're close. Yeah. But we all are pretty much on the same page when it comes to how we raise our children, how we right. you know uh, lead our house, how we treat other people, how we love other people. Right. Like because I mean we're we're you know we're pretty much on the same exact same page. Uh, and we're in the same community. So it's easy to be one. friends with you because it's easy because yeah, because we see eye to eye we on a lot of things. We have the same likes, dislikes, and exactly and for the most part, right? Like I would say, like ninety percent. Sure, that's I mean that's really good, uh, but it, but and that's what makes it simple. And so we almost become bonded in that way. And then when people don't see the same way, they're the enemy. Yeah. Or and we hold them at a distance because it's like, oh no 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 no, you're not going to disrupt. What I have right here that's easy and simple and perfect for me, and I'm comfortable with it. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's why we're like, we don't make the effort to hear other people out in what they're going through and what, how they view life and what they've struggled with. Because everybody has, different, uh, has a different story and how they came to be who they are. And not everybody had the opportunity growing up to know... You know, as, as Christians, not everybody had that same opportunity to know Christ as we know Christ. Um, and I, I think, like I said, it's, you know, it's the us versus them mentality of mankind. Um, you know, what's simple in our hearts is to be sinful, and part of being sinful is to hate and dislike what, yeah. what isn't like us. Yeah. Um, so we just hold people at a distance. And it's, it's a shame. It's a shame because we really miss out on the opportunity to number one, hear somebody else's story, yeah, and then ultimately be an influence in right. their life because we've distanced ourselves because they're different from us. Um, and sometimes, like it's good to have friends that don't see don't see God the same way that you see Him, don't see raising your family the same way. Don't you know the, the laundry list of different items can go on and on and on of how different you are. But the truth of the matter is, if we're not intentional about and like this, this the word that we're always going to use being intentional about reaching across the aisle reaching across the table and shaking someone's hand and actually listening to their story well uh, we really miss the blessing that comes from that the very thing that god wants us to experience with yeah. one another uh is the opportunity to build relationships to build bonds and ultimately if we you know if we um lead correctly that opportunity to talk about our relationship with God and for God to enter in and to do his transformative work. So, but like I said, very easily said, but like but a lot of Christians. done. No, because what do we see in Christian communities all the time? What do we see in our own backyard all the time? People like, oh, I don't like this about how the church does this. I don't like the music. I don't like the, I don't like the message. I don't like this. I don't like that. I'm going to do this because it makes me happy. Yeah. Well, who are you really serving? Yeah. You're serving yourself. You're not right. serving a community of believers. You're s being self-serving, which is a lot of times. Easy. Yeah. yeah, a lot of times. Sometimes we we go to places or or seek out churches or whatever where we feel like we can grow better or um but sometimes it's just I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> can I talk about something that drives me insane? This is going and I need to learn to love these people. Yeah. But when people say they go somewhere and they're like, well, I'm just not being fed. Does this drive you insane? Like yeah. it drives me insane. What do you come to church for, Zach? You come to church to honor God. To honor God. And, and to, to worship him. Worship him and to build community. Sure. Wh who should be feeding you? 
<laughs> right. Who should be feeding you? <laughs> you. I don't you, still go to, I, I guess what? I don't go every morning over to my mom's house and have her make me a bowl of cereal. Why? Because I'm an adult. Yeah. I've matured to the point where I can make my own sandwich if I'm hungry. Right. I can make my own, you know, whatever. I can right. take care of myself in the same way. The Christian, as we mature, we need to recognize that my job isn't just to come on Sunday morning and to hear a message that's going to feed me for the week so I can get through the next week until my next meal. That would be insanity. Yeah. That's... No, we have to, we have to go uh, feed ourselves throughout the week. And when we come together, we care for those who are new in their faith. Right. Not like, yeah, if you've been in the church for 20 years... And you're saying, I'm still getting fed on Sunday morning. You're doing something wrong. Yeah, like, that's what that's what the book of Hebrews talks about, about being in preach. And yeah, and about how um, we we want solid food, but we're still on milk. Right. Yes. Like we, we keep coming back to the to the beginning things of our faith. He talks yeah. about, you know, he went through a laundry list of things, but it would be different in our culture now. The things that we come back to and, and we get caught up on. you got to move past those when you grow in your relationship with God and yeah. become a mature believer. Yep. And and those little things that we get caught up on is what causes division. Yeah. And it, what, what causes disunity, not in the church, but as a Christian and we're serving our culture. We get caught up in the little stuff and we see people, they do this thing wrong, different than us. They do this thing different than us. And we're missing the big picture of what God wants us to do as mature believers. And it is to love them. It mm -hmm. is to see them as I see them, as I see, guess what? As I see you, right? Mm -hmm. You are messed up. Yep. You do little things that, you know, I'm sure drive God nuts. You, mm -hmm. you don't, you don't, you don't do it right. Right. Yeah. But yep. we think we do. Yes. And we see all these little things in other people. Mm -hmm. Right. And we don't love them, and we don't want anything to do with them, and we push them away mm -hmm. because they annoy us, because they do this, because they believe this, and how can you follow God if you believe this or think this? Yep. And while those people are then thinking the same thing about us, brothers and sisters in Christ, not loving each other because we can't get onto the solid food yeah. and move past the, the infant milk. That Preach we, it, brother. That we get... That we love to just suckle upon it. All I time, know right? it's such it's such a shame. Like we get so caught up in like the knowledge, and it doesn't go to the heart. Yeah, like we're not living out the life. We just know the life we should live, and there's a huge difference between those two things. Yeah, between knowing and doing. And you know, a lot of people are like, "Well, I, I know it, but what are you doing with it?" Like right. it calls us to love everybody. But yet we still get onto social media and we talk, we rag on people that don't view life the same way that we view it, and they're the enemy. And God's like, you shouldn't have any enemies. The only enemies that you have is my enemy. Right. Like everybody has the potential to to come to know Christ and and know Him and be transformed by Him. But if we start throwing out there like, hey, this is a sin. Hey, you're an awful person. Hey, you do this. We're pushing them away. And so, yeah, I think the problem in the church today is there's a lot of babies that have been in it way too long. Yeah. Like, it's, it's essentially adult diapers yeah. that were... <laughs> so how, how... Okay, we see the problem. Was I too mean? No, but how do we, how do we fix it? How do we help people? Um, well, people that are listening now, you're like, well, I'm not an adult. 
I'm not in adult diapers, and maybe you're not. Maybe you are very not. mature in your faith. I, yes, I hope we all. And sometimes, sometimes you know, this we do this for our students. Sometimes our students are way more mature than adults are when it comes to things of faith. They really are. Maybe. It, it has nothing to do with age. It has to do with relationship with God. Yep. And I see some of our students in here serving, leading mm-hmm. in ways that should be enviable to people, you know, as they loving people in their school that are mean to them, all kinds of, we hear all kinds of stories like that. Um, It doesn't matter your age. It matters your relationship with God. Yes. Um, How how now can we lead? How can we be the light? How can we be that, you know, that that city on a hill in the midst of all the chaos? It it makes me want to be Amish in a sense. Like, I just want to pull myself out of this. That's the easy (laughs) That's that's the easy way talking about at the beginning here. I know. Pull ourselves out of this. How can we... Love our enemy. How can we do this, Stephen? I need an answer. Well, the answer is is both easy and difficult. And I don't have the perfect answer by any stretch of the imagination. Nobody probably does. There's no silver bullet to cure all of this or put a stop to it. But it all starts with this, is that recognizing that I have something to offer and I need to offer it. We've yeah. all been gifted in certain ways. And our gifts come together to build the kingdom. Right? Right. Because you're good at one thing, I'm good at another, and it all equals into the whole of the body of Christ. Right. That's why we're called the hands and feet of Christ. We are doing the work here on earth that Christ has planted upon us, and we each serve a purpose. We all, each are like one little jigsaw puzzle piece getting put into the whole that does something. And so if we look at ourselves, we have to, we have to do an honest inventory of our lives and say to ourselves, am I doing what I can to serve the kingdom or am I only getting what I can from it? Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things that like, I always wanted to, I want to be like just super brash and be like, either you're in or you're out. Just make a decision. Yeah. Obviously, God's gracious and I should be too and I want to be gracious because I'm not perfect at this either. But like we need to have a heart that is looking outward instead of inward. But we yeah. are, this is a consumer-based society, and we are used to just getting everything we want easily, uh, but that's not reality. Right. The reality of it is we have to look outside of ourselves and say, that person needs help. Uh, I, you know, God, clue me in or fill me in on the one person that I need to go out of my way to serve today. And if we do that each and every day, if we if we change the way that we think about things, like I talked about in the past few weeks, I have to. I've been making this attempt to just look at things from the most positive perspective that I can, and I have not been perfect in it. Like I said earlier, I failed today because um, I was I, I got really frustrated with something. Um, but beyond that, I've been trying to keep my brain trained to doing things positively. We have to train our brains to start looking at life differently instead of like, what can I get? What can I give? Right. What can I give? What can I give? What can I yes. give? That's the only solution to this. Yeah. We, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a, there's a song um, that I've been listening to, and it says, we're trading the cross for temples made of comfort. Mm-hmm. Is that a Hillsong United song? It's not. A, it's it's a Taya. She's from Hillsong United. She had dropped her own album. Okay, that sounds that sounded so Hillsong yeah. that I knew like that it was from it's, Hillsong. It's, yeah, it's 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 along that. But the, the the idea of we are trading what Jesus did for us for something comfortable. Mm. That's, and, that's true. And it's a hundred percent the truth. Yes, it is. And that goes with relationships. That goes with just 
living your life in a way that's not honoring God. You're, you're taking the easy way out on things with your relationship with him. You're choosing, even in just daily life, I'm choosing to stop at, at Taco Bell, right? We talked about this a, a couple weeks Taco ago. Taco Bell is always going to be, the, it's our favorite place to go, <laughs> but, we, but it's also terrible. We, we're talking about, you know, things that are good for us. You, you open up the cupboard and you choose the sweets instead of taking time, making yourself something good, doing the right thing. Yes. We're choosing comfort over choosing things that matter. Yes. And we are choosing our own comfort over what Jesus did for us on the cross and, and his commandments for us. Mm-hmm. Jesus was not a consumer. He was a doer. He was served. He was a servant yeah, leader. He's like cleaning the disciples' nasty feet and yes, showing them. I just talked about that a few weeks ago, yeah. right? I don't remember. I don't remember Time either. Time is just all good. Time is irrelevant in God's yeah. eyes anyway. But, yeah, but like I mean, you think about that. I think that is John 13. Get your Bible out. I think it's John 13. <laughs> No, I didn't mean you. I meant the listener. You goofball. Uh, maybe, yeah, you too. Get your Bible out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, John 13. Jesus washes the disciples' feet. Why? It wasn't just because he could do it. It's because he was trying to show them, like, hey, look who I am. You guys yeah. viewed me as the king of kings. As he, your he was. Savior. Yeah, but I'm no, saying. I, like, yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Yes, and he was. Preach it. Absolutely, he was. He's like, and look what I'm willing to do for you. I yeah. want you to do this for others. Not right. just in a literal sense, but in a figurative sense. But Steve, you've never seen a Democrat's feet before. You've never seen a Republican's feet before, Stephen. <laughs> right? <Are you laughs> like they're nasty. This, this is the idea. You say this is how people feel. Exactly. Like, uh, well, yeah. Well, you've never seen you've never seen a person that lived in Jerusalem or wherever right. they were at uh, that had sandals on their feet all day long, and they stepped in <laughs> yeah. everything. Yeah. At the end of the day, and I mean, it was tri- like the tradition was you washed your own feet in that water basin when you got home. Or if you were a person of high ranking. You um, had your slave do it. S- slave did yeah. it or even like the, the woman of the house, whatever the ca- case might be. It was like right. a way of serving somebody. But for a king to wash somebody else's feet, it was absolutely unheard of. But he did it. Why? To not only show his love for people, but to show that he was not beneath it. Right. Or above it. Above it. He could put himself beneath yeah, everyone exactly. to show them that, hey, if I could do this, you could do this. And it doesn't mean literally washing people's feet, but it does literally mean loving people even though we have differences and not ragging on them because of those differences. We are to love and care for people. I didn't say agree. Nope. I, I didn't say conform. And Jesus, Jesus said, gives the love. command. He says, what do you do? You love them and you pray for them. Start there, yep. praying for someone who annoys you, who doesn't see the same thing as you, who you put a Facebook post out there and they, they're the first person that, that uh, comments on there and it's always trying to get into a fight. That person, pray for that person. Yes. And maybe stop putting out the Facebook post. To be- <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just <laughs> but- get rid of Facebook or whatever social media. Uh, social media is garbage. Yeah. It's just a place where, you know. Except yeah. for where you get our podcast. Yes. <laughs> But I can't see the pictures of my grandkids. And that's true. Zachy, we that's don't know true. who's listening to this. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I know. But it's a, we just get fed. We get, we're allowed to be fed things that draw us away from God. And we get caught up in things that draw us away from God. And it's just frustrating. It is. It is. As, as, as people in the church, as, you know, as, as leaders in the church, it does get, it does get tiresome when you're trying, especially in the past few years, um, 
where we've seen so much, so much fallout from COVID. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, obviously COVID was just a horrible, horrible thing that people faced. But what we saw was people went into their homes um, and for the right reasons. And I'm not saying, like, if you're still at home because of, like, you know, the fear of – or not the fear of, but, like, you know, you have to consider illness in your house because somebody is susceptible to illness. It could be really bad for them. By all means, protect yourselves and care for yourselves. We are called to care for our families right. and do that. Um, but what I am trying to say is, like, those who have, have continued their lives back to where it was before, but the only thing that they've removed is church – um, because uh, I just got out of the habit and I can just watch it online. Well, yeah. church, that's not what church is about. And it also just says like, Hey, like wh- where, where does your heart really lie? It's with our comfort and not with what God's calling us to, which is community. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, that's one that I, I would say that has been the hardest thing that I've dealt with in all of this is when, you know, when people just make the decision like, Oh yeah, I'll just watch it online. Not because I can't come, because it's easier for me just to watch yeah. it online. Well, I'm, I'm still it fits getting into the, my schedule. Better. It fits into my schedule better. I'm still getting the message. Yeah, I listened to the the message was good. I'm being fed. I'm being fed. <laughs> no, no. Like if you want to see my, like, it reminds me of what's it called, uh, Inside Out. The 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 uh, anger, the anger head. Yeah, where his, the, the his red head one's like, like flames like, come out of yeah, the brain. Yeah, like Krakatoa. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just my my head just wants to explode because. Okay, I understand, and sometimes you need to have downtime. You need to be home. But, you know, as believers, what we are called to is getting out of our comfort zone and caring for other people, and yep. that means being around people, wherever that is. Like, there's no there's no one right answer. There's no one right church. You just need to be part of a church. You need to be part of a community. You need to care for other people because you were given a gift that matters to the community as a whole mm-hmm. no matter what i was just talking about this um a couple of days ago with um, a friend of mine and we were talking about calling and he said to me he's like yeah i don't feel called to anything right now and i was like what <laughs> what do you mean i just threw a pen <laughs> this is not a video <laughs> podcast yet I'm like what do you mean you're not called to anything right now he's like, i don't know i just I'm, there's nothing i'm really feeling called to right now i said okay let's get this right there's a general calling on our yeah. And then there's specific callings. Um, and I just, I just I, I drew circles in the air. Okay, because <laughs> the general calling at the center of our lives is the same calling we all have, which is the great commandment. We love God with everything, and then we love our neighbor as ourselves. So that means we're serving other people. That's constant. That never changes. You are always called to something. At the bare minimum, you are to love others and serve others. Done. Then sometimes God has more specific callings for your life. Right. Where you're supposed to go to this place. You're supposed to serve in the mission field. You're supposed but to I go. Don't, I don't have a calling. I, I just don't want to do it right now. Yeah. And that's the thing, dude. We all have a calling on our life. No matter who we are, if you have called upon the name of Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, a calling has been placed on your life so that other people can come to know him as their Lord and Savior. Yes. There is zero excuse. There is absolutely no reason why you shouldn't see that and realize that. Now, going back to what we were saying before, everybody's in a different stage of their faith journey. This is going to be the meanest podcast (laughs) we've put out. (laughs) 
Everybody's in a different place in their in their faith journey. Yeah. Okay? Like we are all in different places. And like when you're young and fresh in the faith, take your time. But if you've been around it for a long time and you know the truth, you need to live out the truth. Yeah. Um, we're challenging you today. We are. I'm sorry. We're, we're all called to the same challenge. I'm, I'm being called to a challenge this day because there's something I don't want to do, but I know what the right thing to do is. And I'm going to have to push myself to do it. Why? Because I need to love God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength and love my neighbor as myself. Yes. That's <laughs> hard. Yep. Because I don't want to do that. Um, it's, but it's a lot easier just to say I'm not doing that um, and be comfortable than put myself into an, a potentially uncomfortable situation and show I'm going to love people like Christ loved other people. Yeah. Very good, Stephen. I think, I think we kind of, I think we kind of need to be done. <laughs> Why? You think you think this is getting too? No, I think I think we've said what needs to be said. Yeah, um, there's no and reason. I, to and just at this keep point, going. it's just bashing over the head because I think I think what stuck out to me most about what we've been talking about today is we started by talking about loving our enemy. Yes. And when that comes to your mind, you think of Putin, right? You think of someone who's, who's, I don't know, the worst possible person. But who have we been talking about? We've been right. talking about the people that are in the church, in, in our community, mm-hmm. right? In our community of believers, yes. but brothers and sisters of Christ. And we've been focusing on that. Um, and I think that's telling of mm-hmm. where um, our hearts are and just where our mission field may be shouldn't need to be but maybe is in a sense right um and i think what we need to do is start acting like we 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 are truly followers of god and actually doing the great commandment the great commission right both Mm -hmm. and 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 you can't do the great commission without the great commandment exactly yeah can't make disciples without loving them first Mm -hmm. right um doing it and when we are actually out there doing it that's when we're going to see the change in the world that that we are called to do yes um, we have got to do it, and we have to resist not loving, resist the temptation, do, of temptation not doing. to do the things that we want to do because we are angry. Um, but love instead. Pray yes. for that person, and uh, and pray for those opportunities. Yeah, and, and, and just like pray, God, give me. I need maybe you need guidance in this area where it's like, okay, I didn't realize I wasn't fulfilling what I was supposed to fulfill. Well, now's the time to start praying and asking questions, and then surround yourself with wise counsel. I, I, there's, I'll leave with this. My prayer, my, you know, and things that I've prayed for over my life, and the one thing I've prayed for is wisdom. Um, and the thing I didn't realize is sometimes that wisdom comes from the people that God's going to put into your life. And I'm talking about um, those who are older, that have been in the faith a long time, that are going to mentor you in your faith. And sometimes you're like, well, this isn't necessarily what I was praying for, but that's what God needs you to come under, is other people's you know, testimony and their lives. Understand, like, you need to be surrounded by people. So if you need wisdom in, like, okay, how do I live this life? Pray for it. But God's probably going to lead you and point you towards not just, like, he's not just going to necessarily impart it into your head. He's going to surround you with wise counsel. Yeah. Um, and just be prepared for that. Give yourself over to that. The biggest thing you need to understand as a life of a follower is it's not about the individual. It's about the whole. It's about all of us. Um, and that's what God wants for you more than anything. So I'm sorry for yelling. <laughs> you got really quiet, though, at the end. I did. 
It's, it it's quiet, quiet contemplative time. Now, if you stick through our, our music, you'll you'll hear Zach. We and got I the giggles. We get, had the giggles. Getting a little giggly. So uh, that's it for now. We love you guys. We thank you for listening. I'm Steve. I'm Zach. And this is the Zach and Steve Have a Podcast podcast. We will see you next week. See ya. Bye-bye. And not love. You know why, Zach? Nobody's going to understand why we just started laughing. This is why we take naps on Sunday afternoon. Oh, okay. You better jot down that number. Oh, yeah. Let's write that down. Well, well you know. You said, you know why, Zach. And then you just You know laughing. why, Zach? Look, the face that was just made at us. Come on. That was at uh, 19. <laughs> that was even that funny. <laughs> you need something other than Red Bull on a Sunday. You got the giggles now. I do, man. This is what happens on Sunday afternoons. It's going to be in the, the, the post. Yeah, we can, we'll put this post. <laughs> yeah. We'll put this post. <laughs> I've never heard you laugh so hard. Uh, it's only when I get tired. It's only when I get tired like this that I get real goofy. Speaking of times in school, whatever. What were we talking about? Whatever. Uh, oh, yeah, why don't we just. Uh, we'll come back to yeah, it. Yeah, we'll come back to edit this. this yeah. So the, my stomach would growl in school, but did you ever get the, the giggles? Like, yes. Like it's something happened. Your friend does something in school. And you just can't and, stop. And you can't stop yes. laughing. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm like a hardcore laugher. And I have, I have, if you haven't noticed, I have the worst laugh. <laughs> you like start wheezing. It looks I like do. you like a rib's out of place. Oh, or something. gosh. <laughs> So I, we were in class one day, and, and this teacher I had, he he uh, he was very deadpan. He was he was like the, the kind of teacher that 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 you loved, but at the same time he was super dry and didn't think anything was funny. A lot of people didn't like him, but if you had a relationship with him, he was good. So one day in class, my my friend, I'm not going to say what he said. Because uh, this is a kid's show, but uh, he <laughs> okay. So yeah, some, sometimes the, the, the teacher would say something, and your friend would play off that and maybe use a word that's colorful to to add to that. So he yeah. says this, and I start chuckling to myself. And so every time the, the teacher would say that word, the thought would come to your head of what he your friend said. The giggles, and then you start having the giggles. Yes. So this guy stops and he goes, "Cyrus, do I look like a clown?" <laughs> he was like. <laughs> What? What? Why are you laughing? And every time I say, I forget what word it was. He's like, do, am, am I wearing a, am I wearing a clown hat? Do I have on big shoes? Like, and he goes through this. Do I have a red nose? Like, he goes through this whole Gosh, thing of the cloud. That, okay, like, so clearly this teacher, very small. This teacher obviously has some issues. Yeah, because if he's going down the laundry list, do do I do I do I look funny to you?
<laughs> he turned into like the guy from the Water Boy for a second. Well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it reminds me of uh, Joe uh, Joe Pesci in a movie that we're not going to name. But he's like, do I look like a clown? <laughs> oh yeah. What, what's funny? What, what's funny about what's funny about me is it the things I say. Is probably, that how I do things? Probably what's, having a bad so day. Funny? Yeah, it sounds like sounds like maybe uh, maybe one of his kids at home was like, "Dad, you're a joke," and then <laughs> he's like, "I can't, I can't wait yeah, to take this out on somebody out I don't me. love." Do you ever have that where you had the giggles? Yes. Do you ever have the giggles when you're like in a church service or something, or like? Yes. <laughs> you have to. Hear I've this got. I, this has happened when I'm doing a message. <laughs> like somebody does something stupid or says something ridiculous, and then I just like I start the, like it like the belly laughs. Where I can't stop. I can't stop. Like, once I start laughing, it's over. Okay, so that was a long segue.